What's up, guys? I'm back with my first episode on college football because the Big Ten and the Mountain West are both back, which is very exciting news. So I'll be covering the biggest games from this week in college football. First game I'm going to start off with is the first game that the Big Ten played this season. It was Friday night, um, Illinois versus number 14, Wisconsin. This was all Wisconsin. They won it 45-7, to looked very impressive in doing it. Their quarterback, Graham Mertz, threw one incompletion the entire day, and he had four touchdowns, which was incredibly impressive and expect big things out of him in, the, in Wisconsin this year in college football. <clears throat> Next up, we're going to be talking about Nebraska versus number 5, Ohio State. Now, Ohio State has massive expectations coming into this season. They have Heisman contending quarterback Justin Fields on their team, and he did fantastic. Just like Mertz, he threw one incompletion the entire game. That's right, one incompletion. He had three touchdowns. One of them was rushing and led Ohio State to a 52-17 to uh, win. And Ohio State's freshman wide receiver, James Smith Najigba, Look great. And their other main receiver um, also looks pretty fantastic, Chris Olave. Even though he did get hurt, hopefully he'll be back next week for Penn State. Now we're going to talk about Syracuse versus Clemson. Clemson had a 99% chance to win this coming into it. And Syracuse kept it close for a while. The score was 21-27, to Clemson on top at one point, but then Clemson pulled away, and the number one seed ended up getting the win, 47-21. So, um, big note from that game, Trevor Lawrence didn't do great. He did nowhere near as good as Graham Mertz or Justin Fields did. He threw his first ever career pick six, and that was, uh, that was, that was quite an interesting one. It was not a good throw, and Lawrence has looked off recently. I'll I'll say that his throw has looked off, and if he continues to play this way, who knows? Maybe instead of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, we'll be having the Justin Fields sweepstakes. Cause from Saturday, that's kind of what I got. Now we have number twenty three, North Carolina State versus number fourteen, North Carolina. This game was supposed to be a pretty good close one. Uh no, it wasn't. North Carolina won forty eight to twenty one, blew UNC or no, they blew NC State out of the water. Uh good game overall from North Carolina. And they are probably gonna give Clemson a run for their money in the ACC. Now we have Oklahoma State versus Iowa State. The now six seed Oklahoma State versus the 17th seed Iowa State. Both teams trying to make a run in the playoffs. This was a close, hard-fought battle all the way through, but Oklahoma State barely came out on top to get the home win 24-21. to And Oklahoma State, they look like they could make the college football playoff. I think if Oklahoma State can not lose again for the rest of the season and win the Big 12, I think they have a solid chance at getting that fourth spot in the college football playoff. Next up, number three, Notre Dame versus Pitt. This was supposed to be a really close game because Notre Dame, they don't have the greatest receivers, and even though they have a great quarterback in Ian Book, 
They mostly rely on their running game for offense, and Pitt has a super good rush defense. Uh, yeah, no. Notre Dame won 45-3, just demolished Pitt. The score was 7-3 at one point, then Notre Dame scored 38 unanswered, and it wasn't even close. Next up, we have number 8 Penn State versus the unranked Indiana team, and this, besides Notre Dame and Pitt, was the upset alert of the week. And it sure was a great game. Indiana State led most of the way through. But then Penn State accidentally scored a touchdown. Now, I know that sounds weird, all right? But hear me out. There was a minute and 48 left or something like that. All right? Somewhere minute, a little bit, like, you know, minute 40, minute 50, that kind of area. Penn State runs the ball, and Indiana wants them to score a touchdown here so they can get the ball back. Because Penn State was only winning by one. So if they score a touchdown, right, that makes it an eight-point game, which gives Indiana a chance to come back and tie the game. But Penn State wasn't supposed to score a touchdown. They handed it off, and he was just supposed to get the first down, right? But obviously, Indiana let him score the touchdown, and he didn't recognize that until the last second. So he scored the touchdown, and the score was 28-20 to Pitt, or Penn State. Then Indiana came back, and they scored a touchdown, got the two-point conversion, and then would end up winning 36-35 to in overtime. Penn State scored a touchdown on their first overtime possession, and then Indiana scored a touchdown, and they went for two to decide the game. It was a close call. If you want to go back and look at it, um, Indiana's quarterback ran with the ball, and he... He might have hit the pylon before he hit the ground, and he also might have hit the ground before he hit the pylon. It was super close. All right, but since the initial ruling had been two-point conversion, there was definitely not 100% evidence to overturn it. And Indiana pulled off the upset. Now we have number two, Alabama versus unranked Tennessee. Alabama kind of rolled them. However... On the opening kickoff, their star receiver, Jalen Waddle is out for the season, which is going to be massive for them. They just lost one of their biggest playmakers on the team, and it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough without him. They still rolled over Tennessee 48-17, to but coming down to the wire at the end of the season when they probably played Georgia in the SEC championship, it's going to be rough for Alabama. Next up, we have the game of the week, number 18, Michigan, versus number 21, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, this one wasn't even close. Michigan just controlled it all the way through and ended up winning this one 49-24 over Minnesota to reclaim the jug. I don't quite know the backstory of the jug, but it's something about a jug between Michigan and Minnesota. It was a pretty okay game if you're a Michigan fan, which I'm not being an Ohio State fan. I don't love Michigan at all. Anyways, Michigan ended up taking this win 49-24, to and everyone thought Penn State was going to be Ohio State's best opponent. Uh, it could be Michigan. Who knows? I mean, we're still going to destroy them. Jim Harbaugh just can't beat us, but who knows? Maybe Michigan will be the most impressive win. Now we have number 9 Cincinnati versus number 16 SMU. SMU was at home, and they were favored. Cincinnati didn't make it seem that way. They beat them 42-13, to just blew them out of the ballpark. Cincinnati looks really good, really solid, and they look like a pretty big favorite, 
except for maybe BYU, to go to that New Year's Eve bowl game this year. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of College Football, and I will see you all in the next one. And don't worry, I'll have more college football going on throughout the week and probably for the rest of the season. So I hope you guys have enjoyed, and I'll see you all later.